Live from the universe, welcome to Spiritual Awakening with Dr. Aaron. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Do you ever wonder why you're not able to have success? Why you're not able to complete projects or why relationships and marriages fall apart and people go their separate ways or why things crumble and why things don't thrive? Well, if you're curious to know the secret of the secret, then you want to listen to this podcast. Welcome to Spiritual Awakening with Dr. Aaron. Today, we're going to break down the metaphysics of the Bible. This is a series, and today is on the Tower of Babel. This is the story of integrity, your integrity. The Bible is your biography, your manual for understanding how you create with the power of your mind, how you are creating through universal law, which is the Lord. And I know right here, right now that we recognize that God is within, that is the pure consciousness that is creating all of life right here, right now. And so let's break this on down. So I have to say, this has been a really interesting journey for me um, in doing this series, and especially this one, uh, the Tower of Babel, Babel, as they say, some people say Babel, it's Babel. Um, and the thing is, it's very fascinating because as I've been trained in the metaphysics of mind, I am not a historical, a biblical teacher. I am trained and developed in the metaphysics of mind and understand how the creative process, how we are manifesting, how we are demonstrating in this universe. And the Bible is actually based in ancient texts before the Bible. Um, it's the Bible is an, a, you know, allegories of man's attempt to dominate um, through this story. And it's really a story of integrity. So as we go into the story, I want you to ask yourself, you know, your own integrity. What does it mean? What does it mean to have integrity? So as we go through this, taking a look at what's your integrity as an individual? What's your integrity with the collective? And what's your integrity with the cosmic realm? And truly, who do you want to be in, in building the tower, the tower between you and God? the true union, the true enlightenment, so that you can live and become somebody who is just from the dominion of source, of God, of divine, and you're able to truly create anything. And the sky is the limit, right? Isn't that what we're trying to say here, right? So let's break this on down from a, from a two, you know, second grade perspective, as I say. So I've been going through the uh, Genesis and uh, biblical stories on uh, metaphysics and breaking this all down. So here we have Genesis. Here we have the six days of creation where God created the earth and the heavens and uh, goes through all of that. And on the seventh day, God rested. You rested, right? Then we have the story of Adam and Eve and being cast out of the Garden of Eden and eating from the tree of knowledge and really understanding judgment and understanding how we create exponentially through that. Then we got into the stories of Cain and Abel and understanding Abel is the breath and the part of us that really is able to create from source. And Cain is an earthly man that really truly was somebody who looked to the world and uh, judged in comparison and things like that. And going through those stories of um, how Cain killed Abel and how Eve bears another son, Seth, and how after many generations after Adam, you know, Noah and, and the entire world was challenged to with the seas and the waters that really signified 
our subconscious and the cause and effect and how if we don't get to right mind and go to God first within, we don't preach God as some man in the sky, but God within, that we will um, really be taken over. We will be taken over. We won't be able to survive. And that is really the truth. So as we go through this, we now come to the story of the Tower of Babel. So again, this is an allegory of uh, man's attempt to dominate with really basically not going to seeking the truth, the integrity within. So as we know, this is really kind of like the first skyscraper, if you will. And this again represents the story has been in many things, which is, you know, the ancient, um, all the, all the pyramids and all the great teachings of what we're able to do in the physical realm of building something, which is the significance of building a true temple within, right? A, building a tower to God. This is the allegory. This is a metaphor. This is the part of us that has, what are we really building here, you guys? What are we doing in this 3D realm of being able to move, you know, physical construct, matter together? So this was really the first skyscraper of a metaphor of what we're able to build. And this tower was intended to reach the heavens so that one could ascend with the commune directly with God themselves. This is the construct, right? So in the building of this of this tower, it was a bridge to connect, you know, the human being with the creator. And isn't that what we're doing? Isn't that the point is to have heaven here on earth, right? But it was the exact thing that they were resisting that created which was really the fear of being scattered. They feared. And so they were putting all this energy in there. And it said that they had really good intentions. Their intentions were to come together, to use the wisdom of the universe to create what we don't even know, right? We don't even know how the pyramids were created, right? We don't even know how the actual Tower of Babel was created because the truth and the wisdom has been lost and this is what we're looking at right now. This is a metaphor for what's happening when people do have wisdom in the universe and they use it to create chaos. So here they are, imagine, I'm just imagining here that they're building this Tower of Babel, right? And they've come together and they have maybe, maybe there's some, you know, men that are dominating, right? And what happens, right? We begin to cast out ourselves from ourselves. This happens in relationships, in marriage, in business, in friendships. We begin to say we're right and you're wrong, right? We begin to not be able to communicate, which is communing, right? The true communication is to commune with source, with God, and, and build our integrity of our relationships based on these principles, asking for what is our next one thing to do in union versus what's in it for me, right? So this is the exact thing. So Noah, the story going back to the very beginning, Noah, you know, was in the ancient area of um, Babylon, and they came to settle a land called Shinar. And the Bible tells us that these men um, were basically here. They, they spoke one language and they understood all together. They worked together and they built this incredible place, this incredible civilization, if you will. And they wanted to celebrate it. They wanted to show and have a center, something, a symbol in the center of, of their of their home, basically. They wanted to show that they were able to create this big symbol as a celebration of what they had created, which was oneness, which was coming together. But what happened as they were doing this, people began to get greedy. They began to say, no, I'm creating this. No, I'm creating this. No, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you, right? It began to be in the in the space of arrogance. Instead of having a symbol that they wanted to have for their creativity and their resourcefulness of coming together in their proudness as one family. But instead, the arrogance began to came in, come in. 
They began to, you know, say, well, I'm creating this. No, I'm creating this, right? They began to have that ego come in. They began to wander off from the truth. And what happens when we wander off from the truth? We begin to crumble. Our relationships always crumble when one person has to be wrong versus the other person, right? Never works out. So in this, we recognize that you can use your energy to create abundantly as oneness, or you can use it abundantly to cause chaos and discord and make other people wrong. The choice is yours. So in this, you know, the God, God's statement says in here in the Bible that, that they basically were able to, you know, they had freedom. They had freedom to, that's why God didn't make it crumble, right? It, the tower was still there, but the people dispersed. And this is the law of cause and effect. That if we use our power and our, our energy to divide and separate, one or two things happen. In the first annihilation, in the first thousand years, there was an annihilation. In the second, it says in the second thousands of years, they dispersed. So what happens when you make other people wrong is what both things happen. It will die off. A marriage will die off. A relationship will die off. Um, a company will die off. A community will die off. If everyone starts saying it's about me instead of about the community, instead of having it be about what's in the highest good and the harmony. The other thing will happen is people will disperse. And you'll see it right now in the world, you know, that people will disperse around when, when powers are not being used for the highest good or there's tyranny, right? Then people begin to go to different places because it doesn't work anymore. So people have to go away. They have to find new energy. It's 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 the survival. It's the it's the law of supply and demand as well. Universal law of supply that people will seek what is theirs to have done right, but scattering has to happen. And this is the inverted, exponential, infinite expressions of God. And this is the way that we, we it feels like we're in discord, but yet the truth is that truth prevails. So it's said that the Lord confused the language, and this is why Babel is now what we consider Babel. When someone goes, oh, they're babbling, which means they're not speaking truth. You're babbling if you're not speaking truth, right? The opposite of righteousness is babbling, right? So why is this? Because when we're confused, it's said that, that there's 72 different sources of of language, right? There's 72 different things. That's why we have 72 um, letters in the alphabet. That there's so many, there's so many divisions of of the one thing, and they they make us all feel like we're separate. But the truth is that we're one. The truth is that we are building that tower and we're dispersing at the same time. We've read this through so many great things, like the Great Pyramids in Chula and the Great Pyramids in Egypt. That this story is not just about the Bible. This story is about you. This story is about how you are creating exponentially through the words. What are you saying with your words? because your words are your integrity. Your words are going to speak out into the world. You're either going to babble and jumble and confuse and divide and annihilate, or you're going to speak truth and you're going to be integrity and you're going to come together and you can commune in the heart and the oneness. And so if you can't communicate, then you'll go away from one another. That's the truth. If you can't communicate, then you will go away. Relationships will, will go away jobs, positions, all that, you will go away. So we have to understand it said God confused the language on earth, causing these migrants to become unable. 
God confuses language on earth, causing these migrants to become unable, which is a really fascinating word because able and king. Able rep represents breath and able, you're either able or you're unable, right, in our language. These are profound things that are stated. And if we're confused and if we're divided, think about how many different languages are on this planet. We're divided because we speak different, right? We're divided in our relationship because we don't see eye to eye. Our language is, it's the beginning, it's the breath, right? Our beliefs create our thoughts, create our feelings, create the circumstance, emotions and circumstances of our life. And if we can't even think in, in the oneness, we don't believe our unity, our oneness, then it's gonna come out in how we speak. It's gonna come out in how we think. It's gonna come out and, and confuse all of it. So the languages on the planet are just a representation of the division. Imagine if we really truly were one family and there is one language and it's love. The one language is frequency and vibration. The one language is unity and harmony because everything's in harmony at some level from a universal and cosmic perspective. So again, going back, what does this mean to you in the integrity of your life as an individual, as a collective, because you are one with the collective and one with you as the cosmic? So my invitation is to really take a look at who you are individually and how you are creating yourself as one with others or dividing yourself from others. How are you collectively? Are you involved in your community? Are you involved in your commerce, in your community? Are you involved in maybe your spiritual center or whatever it may be, your community, your collective, right? And then how are you, how are you communing in your oneness with the cosmos? Are you going out to see the sunrise? Are you going to full moon? Are you going with the animals? Are you communing? Are you communicating, right? Because this is the whole thing. It's all communication. Your integrity is based on how you communicate first with God, with source, with your true self. And if you can't get in that, that as the individual, right? Then you're never going to be able to get there in a community or in with your partner or your husband or wife or your children. You're never going to be able to get there in, in the cosmic. You're never going to be able to have out-of-body out of experiences and turn on your supernatural powers if you can't first commune with yourself, the unity of the one. And so in this, I just know that competition between man and creator will never work. If you put your will before the true will, which means you're putting it in the ego will, meaning it's a divided and what's in for you instead of what's in it for the collective. Competition between man and creator, as the Bible said, right? And we know that there might be an, an overestimate of jurisdiction. You know, we see it all the time. We see it in politics. We see it in our leadership when people start using their energy and their powers like they misuse them. And it never works out. You know, cultures crumble. Uh, this is how it happens. This is exactly how it happened. God doesn't destroy their tower, though, remember? So God is not some outside man, but we're just using it. The reason why God does not destroy the tower is because it's always possible. So here's the second little, little story in here is that the issue is and why it, it doesn't work in the second, there's a second disbursement, right? So they come back and they try and build the tower again, right? Well, it doesn't work because they didn't get to truth again. It's like getting married for the second time, but you never actually do your inner work. Like it's not going to work out. That's why the second marriages have even a higher divorce rate. Because you haven't cleaned up your integrity. You haven't done the work 
to be able to actually build a tower. So my question again for you is, are you ready to build a tower? A tower that is unshakable. That's the, 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 the pyramids of Egypt, like they do not, they're not being destroyed. They are, they are, how old are they, right? We're still in awe. We still don't even understand how they're built because they're built from divine. They're built from divine. And until you're ready to build something from divine, then everything you build is going to crumble. This is the law of cause and effect. You will, it will have, it will be annihilated and there will be disbursement. Dispersing energy, mankind speaks differently and explores more region, right? So you will keep, you'll keep having the new places you got to go to, the new, the new relationships, the new business, the new whatever, because until you learn your lesson, you're going to still have to start over. We know this over and over again. We know this over and over again. And so again, this is not just a story of the Bible. This is your story. This is your story. It's also Sumerian stories and the Great Pyramids and, and the Great Pyramids of Chula. We see this over and over again. Second marriages often fail because people haven't cleaned up their integrity, remember? They think something will be different out there if they just get a new wife, a new relationship, a new, maybe if they move to a new city, maybe if they get a different you know, car, maybe if they lose that five pounds, then everything will be different. Nothing's different until you change. Nothing's different until you go to the source and commune within and build on unity and build harmony for the world. Those are the only things that are sustainable. Truth prevails. And so in this story in the Bible, there's so many like layers and layers and layers and layers of how you can interpret this. But in this, we know that there's 72 different languages, which is really what we build on the alphabet. It's also the rule of 72. And in finance, the rule of 72 is that it's a method of estimating how much time is going to take for uh, an investment to double. And the truth is that this 72 represents infinite, infinite creation. You can infinitely create the most powerful, incredible thing on this planet. A tower that's so great, a community that's so great, a business that's so great, a family, a, a lineage, so great. This is your birthright. This is who you are. And you can exponentially create chaos and discord and harm and tyranny on this planet. This is your birthright. And so in this, I just know the truth of who you are, knowing that infinitely you are the rainbow. You are the unique divine expression. And in this, I know there's unique expressions of this beautiful expression of, of, of harmony, of love. May we celebrate the love within. May we celebrate our oneness. May we know that we are one family. There's one life, one soul, one thing going on here. And may we know that anytime somebody misuses their energy and there's haves and haves nots and all that, forever we will crumble. May we build a world in integrity and truth. May we seek God within and know that all things are added. Seek the God within, seek heaven within and the righteousness within. May we know and live and only speak truth. May we not call people out, may we call people up. I know that Genesis 11, the, this Tower of Babel is all about the integrity for you to live in truth, speak in truth and be able to communicate, bringing people together instead of division. May we no longer go to the polarity. May we go to the oneness. And I say, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for these truths.
And so on this note, I just know that if you're somebody that is wanting to get trained in metaphysics of mind, you don't have to be trained in the Bible. If you're somebody who wants to understand universal law, the creative process, metaphysics, science of mind, you need all that. I invite you into take a look at our practitioner program. It's extraordinary. Um, we really have an incredible base in truth, based in lineage of New Thought Movement, which is so many incredible teachers around the world, teaching, bringing our birthright back to this planet. You are what the world needs. The world needs truth and it's you. Have a beautiful blessed day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning into the Dr. Aaron podcast. If you've had a spiritual calling or desire to get certified as a spiritual coach or a world-renowned spiritual leader, go to newthoughtglobal.com. If you've received value from this show, I would love it if you share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Also, we have spiritual practitioners that are trained to deliver the E4 trauma method and assist you in birthing your truth. So let's be friends on social media. Again, my handle is drerin.tv across all social media. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.